I'm stuck in the chicken coop. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Entertaining for you. This is fantastic. Uh huh. There's a latch there so that it doesn't lock on me. Hey, this is Jared. Hey, friends. This is Annette. And this is our <laughs> Azure Farm podcast where we're going to talk about all things farm, family, home, and all things in between. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, Farmily. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> of our podcast we're grateful for you to listen for you to listen for you to be listening however mm-hmm. you say that mm-hmm. we've had some uh, farm adventures this week oh well man. i mean every week is a farm adventure i no, think this, this is a little highlight you think it's a little extra a little wild a little extra excitement a little behind the scenes <laughs> uh i feel like there's always something going on and You know, I hope it usually goes on at a time that we're both here at the farm, because if not, I'm trying to figure out stuff on myself. For example, I will tell you a little tidbit. Uh, Two weeks ago, Jared was gone uh, for a day or so, and I came home to, well, this is kind of sad, but a chicken had fallen in this trough. I did a previous podcast on where I thought it was a dead chicken, but it was a floating head of cabbage. Well, this time it was an actual chicken that fell in. Mm. We have had like this horrible drought, and that trough was super low. It's really wide and big, and I think the chicken couldn't get out. This is where I justify it, and I didn't feel as bad. You can think I'm weird and judge me a little. It's okay. It was a rooster. I wasn't like super sad, only because we have a lot of them right now. Jared, Jared was literally like offended by my stance, but whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so I had to go get a pitchfork, fish this dead floating chicken out of the trough, put it. Anyways, this whole thing, and I was like, I really wish Jared was here to do this. It's like I can do it, but I don't want to. So for this week's adventure. I'm really glad we could tag team it because I feel like it was a little more complex. So I let out the chickens as I do every morning. I sing to them. If you've never seen this before. um, Annette sings, the chickens and birds all come to her. I sing and they run away. It is true, actually. I try to welcome them every morning. Good morning. You know, I sing their names as they come out. The rare times Jared does it, they legit stare at him. And don't come out. It's like, what's that guy doing? <laughs> it's like Get so funny. But it's true. It's real life. But I let the chickens out like I normally do. And I wasn't going to actually go in the coop. So a lot of our chickens tend to sleep in the run. We have a run that's connected to the coop. And it's got a lot of branches. It's enclosed. It's safe. It's got... Um, a roof on it so a lot of them we have got big birds like the geese and the turkeys so a lot of them enjoy sleeping there so I don't go in the coop necessarily all the time in the morning I will go at some point to gather eggs or whatever Um, but I had this thought hey let me go in there for whatever reason so I opened the coop door and I looked and in the nesting box um, I've had a chicken die in a nesting box before for I have no idea what reason and so you just look in the nesting box and instead of seeing the chicken with like its comb and you can tell it's a chicken you kind of see something laying and so I looked in the coop and I saw something laying in the nesting box and I was like are you for real like what in the world I usually can glance at the crowd of birds exiting the coop and I can tell if someone's missing like and I didn't notice that so I thought oh that's weird it was still a little dark 
it was cloudy yesterday, so when I looked in there, it's not super bright. I was like, oh, but that just does not look like feathers, you know? And so I start walking closer to it, walking closer to it, and I'm like, ah, it's a possum! Sleeping. It is the grandmother. Having awesome. it's it's an Airbnb. It came in. It decided that it was a comfortable one bedroom little nesting box with a breeze and a nice view, and it was gonna just hang out for I don't know when. I'm assuming it came in. So overnight, that little door I open for the flock, I go close it every night. But I don't close it right at dusk. I close it when it's dark. And it's rare, like a possum would have to walk and go through quite a bit of a area to get in there, but I'm assuming it went in because there's no other spot it can climb and zhuzh its way in. Also considering the thing was gigantic. It was basically <laughs> the size of a small bear. So it's, <laughs> it was. So I look and the thing goes and hisses at me and I'm like, oh no. But I thought, you know what? They don't love daylight. It's having a little nap, playing possum. It's literally playing possum, right? The possum's playing possum. It's like half dead looking in there. I'm like, look, if we get one of our traps, we can put it in front. We can push it. You know, it's fine. So I waited for Jared to have availability. And so he brings the, what is it, standard animal trap with the, like, latch that if they go past a certain point, the, (coughs) the, yeah, no, it doesn't, like, not like a mouse trap where, you know. No, it doesn't hurt them. Where it closes. You won't, yeah, it just closes on So Jared got it, put it in front. And so then I went around the outside since he wasn't a nesting box. I opened it slightly and I had like a pitchfork and I was. Yeah, gonna, no, not like a pitchfork. You had a pitchfork. Well. <laughs> Let's just be real about the weapons you chose. I was not planning on stabbing it. No, you were not planning to. It was the only thing that the, the um, I was going to say the spatula. The spatula, the shovels were too big. What I found in the moment. So the pitchfork was the best option. Okay. I wasn't trying to hurt it. I know. Okay. We're trying to catch and release around here. That's what she says. No. Now, don't listen to him. I slightly open up the nesting box and I'm like, "Is the, if this big rat jumps out at me, I'm going to start <laughs> screaming. And Ava, poor little Ava is like, uh, I'm going to go jump on the trampoline. And she did this really cute run, like, ah, like I'm getting away because of that thing runs out. So Jared positioned the trap in front. I opened the nesting box, grabbed the pitchfork, and gently just zhuzhed it. It was hissing, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Like mad. Turned around, went in, and we got it. Success. Mm-hmm. That went a million times more smoothly than the time there was a snake in the nesting box. Yes. And Jared tried to grab it with a pitchfork. You remember? Yeah, and I'm trying not to stab it, but I'm trying to like balance it. And You and grabbed it and you got it. He literally flung it into a trash can. Oh, man. It was, it was an adventure. So here's the thing. Things like possums, snakes, all those things, they serve their role in the circle of farm life. Circle of something. I knew you were going to do that. They serve a purpose. They'll eat certain things. A snake will eat rodents. A possum will eat a lot of ticks and bugs and things that are surrounding. So they can eat mice. Anyways, there's all these things where I believe if you disturb the natural ecosystem, it can cause issues somewhere. So we're not trying to necessarily kill things. We're trying to just move them far away so they don't eat our animals or disturb us. But the snake thing was hysterical. 
when that happened, this lady on Instagram, no joke, sent me a video. She walked in her coop when there was a snake with a glove on, and she reached in like ninja mode and grabbed it and just walked it out. Jared was like, no, thank you. That is not me. (laughs) That's her. Oh, anyways. More power to her. More power to her. But there's always a fun farm story like that. Thankfully, I was shocked. This thing did not eat a chicken. So farm tip, okay, write it down. If you go in your chicken coop and there's a chicken dead on the ground with its insides eaten out, I know it sounds graphic, that is a possum. If your chicken is missing its head, (laughs) that is a raccoon. That is a raccoon serial killer. <laughs> so those are just, you know, if it's, if you just see feathers that, you know, and it's outside, that's probably a hawk. Um, you can totally make a cartoon out of this, like. A morbid one. Chickens coming on the crime scene or ducks. Yeah, I can see a duck as like, the which, FBI detective. Well, we found. We, what do we got here? Oh, the possum bandit. He's been here again. <laughs> Missing its liver and insides. Oh, my. <laughs> no, literally. So that's just a farm tip. In case you didn't know, that's how now you determine you know. what predator, what is eating my chickens. <laughs> that's that's how you know. So anyways, but that was a fun start, I think, to, this is Thanksgiving week. If you're listening, um, it's Thanksgiving week. If you're listening afterwards, it was Thanksgiving week. But uh, it's just always fun to have something exciting. So there we are. But I am thankful in the spirit of Thanksgiving and thankfulness and all the things. None of our chickens were eaten or hurt. I'm not sure that thing however feasted on eggs because all the eggs were missing and there was crushed shells and it was a grande possum yeah he's large and in charge i was thinking about thanksgiving thanksgiving's like the most un-american holiday because it's not about stuff yeah it's like <laughs> That's why it's one how of my that favorites. holiday still exists in america when we literally <laughs> it's about would sell our babies to be billboards for products like Right. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I I think it's turned. I will say a little bit in the last ten or ten years. I think it's become a little more glossed over um, with like Black Friday and football. Like like there's a lot of like there's always been that, but I think it's like a lot of stores used to be closed on Thanksgiving. Like oh, there's a there's a larger amount this year actually that are closed. closed. But uh, but okay. to your to your point, yeah. this is the first year there's Black Friday football. Oh, my word. What does that mean? There's a big game on Friday. Oh. And, yeah. It's just a lot. Like, I feel like Thanksgiving does get a little bit, like, kind of like, yay, yeah, let's get together and eat and whatever, and then let's go get do sales. Talk about Christmas Talk about the sales. Yeah. 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 Materialism. (laughs) Let's park our tent outside Best Buy. Tell me what I don't have, and I'll make me happy in life. Oh, so... Yeah, Thanksgiving. So this is like a fun, a little bit of a short backstory. So my parents came from came from Cuba, and they came on a boat. They were forced to leave Cuba. My dad was a pastor, and at the time there was communism was in full. It still is, but it was really in full force back then. My dad was a minister, and Castro didn't want any religious-type people, so they did this thing called El Mariel in 1980, and off in a boat built for like 20 people, there was like 65 people on the boat floating, hanging off the sides of the boat in 90 miles to Key West in lost for three days till the Coast Guard found him. It was great. They got to America. Let's give it up for Florida and America. Yeah, let's give it up. So, yeah, they, 
when they came to America, they met this family that took them in. And so the family that took them in always said they were kind of like the Indians that were here in America. And my parents were like the pilgrims that came on a boat. Cute analogy. You know, all the things. But Thanksgiving to my parents has always been really a big deal because they came from a really hard situation in Cuba and a really hard life. Um, So they're very thankful to be in America, very thankful for the freedoms they have and still cling to very much so. And Thanksgiving's always been really special. So you're right. It's not about commercial, you know, commercialism and what can I buy or what can I do? It's supposed to be about really gathering and giving thanks. And I don't think we do that enough. So it at least would be, it would, oh, I'm going to use a good word. It would at least behoove us to do it once a year. <laughs> I like that word. It's one of my, one of my long ones. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I feel like you recently have had some, I don't want to say breakthrough, but kind of newfound way of approaching like your day and your routine and things. And doesn't some of it involve thankfulness? I've had so many breakthroughs. Remember that podcast? Was it last week or a week, two weeks ago? And I was like, anybody looking for a breakthrough? Yeah. DM me on Instagram. Yeah. I had some people do that. Yeah. And um, that was an event I went to that if you're looking for the breakthrough in your life, you need to do it. <laughs> Ask me all about it. I'll tell you all about it. Um, yeah. So one of the things was, yeah, just gratitude is going to change your life. Um, most of us are not grateful. We're being marketed to that happiness is something we can buy or purchase mm-hmm. when in really reality for most of us, it's already near us. We just need to be thankful for it. So yeah, the, the practice of gratitude, being very intentional, writing down the things that you're grateful for. Um, it's transformative. Do you feel like that's something <clears throat> that should be done every day or even if you don't do it every day, like once a week, do you feel like it's something you should? As much as you can. Okay. Do you feel like you should sit down and talk to someone about it or just like for yourself? I think you should tell your friends what you're grateful for. I think you should tell your spouse if you have one of those. I think you should tell your kids. Yeah. I think you should tell your family. And I want you to know, like, especially with people. Yeah. That is the most under, uh, underdone act in the world. Telling people you appreciate them, why you appreciate them. uh, That is... That is like human currency to the core. Well, it can go such a long way, too. Absolutely. Like it's sometimes, a pay it forward for years on end kind of model. Yeah. I think we think we have to go do this big, like, glamorous thing. Um, but really just the words are enough a lot of times. And I think a sincere, heartfelt thank you is enough. Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't do it enough. And I think it's cool to even go back and think in, you know, in life of situations you've had or events throughout your life where maybe you didn't say thank you enough and go back and thank that person or reach out to them. Um, Teachers, anybody. Yeah, uh, that made an impact in your life or did something. And to people that were total jerks, you need to forgive them Yeah, and commit to not being a jerk. (laughs) Right. That's how the world becomes a better place. Right. Don't do what they did to you. Yeah. Forgive them and move on. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a way to be kind and thankful to yourself is to do that, mm-hmm. to forgive and move on. Because if not, yeah, well, anyways, there's so many. So that's probably another podcast too. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just think thankfulness is very important. We don't do it enough. Um, and so I think the more we can sit and apply 
that mindset, one thing I think is fun, and now as Ava's gotten a little older, I've talked about this before, I, th- I think on my blog as an idea of something to do, and I think it's something now, I'm, we might even do it on Thursday, I have to think if we can do it for the group coming over, but let's say you sit down for family dinner, or you have people over, or you could do it for Thanksgiving, and you put <clears throat> like craft paper on the table, and you do like a circle where every where that person's going to sit. So like just trace around a plate and you put n- the name Jared, right? So everyone has their names where they're going to sit or whatever. And then have everyone go through and just write something like nice about that person on their plate circle or something or a kind word or something you're thankful for them for or something. So then later, maybe you'd use that place, that, that um, craft paper for the week. So every time you sit for dinner, you can write something. And then throughout the week, you can look and see reasons you're thankful for that person or why or something that happened. And it's just kind of like a reminder or just a tangible way to look at something. I think that's a great um, idea, but I'm going to one up it. Oh boy. We won't talk about it till we do it, but I have an idea that you are going to love. You're not going to say it. I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) It's a tough secret. You're so special. I mean, should I tell you, is that rude to talk about it on podcasts and not tell people? What? I don't even know what you're going to say, so I have no idea. All right, here's, I just here's, saw your eyes light up with that weird, like, oh, oh man, I've got an I've idea got an thing. Idea. Oh. All right. Everyone listen to me. I'm going to tell you what to do for Thanksgiving. You can thank me later. Oh. This is going to change your life. You're going to go to Thanksgiving dinner. Person to your left may be a Republican. <laughs> Person to your right may be a Democrat. Person across the table may be a flat earther. The other person may be a... A vegan. Another person may <laughs> eat meat. <You're> <laughs> Whatever the extremes of life are. And here's what you're going to do. You're going to go around the table. And preferably, it's with a hug or something. It's like everybody gets up one at a time. Oh, boy. You're going to go around the table. You're going to hug the person. You're going like to lean over, hug them, and whisper into their ear what you admire or appreciate about them. So it's a form of expressing gratitude. This is going to dramatically... This is your earth-shattering idea? Don't people do this every Thanksgiving? I've never done anything like this. It's about everyone says a thing about everyone. It's not I'm grateful that polar bears get to hang out. Oh, you say it about the next person. No. Everyone goes around. All right, so picture this. So confused. You got... How many we got coming? Like 25 people? Yeah. This is going to be a little bit of time. But yeah. it's very fun. Like two hours later. Oh, this is the best thing <laughs> ever. Like, who's going to eat pie? <laughs> Everyone sitting around the table. You got 24. Let's pick 24 people. I get up and I go to the person next to me. Let's say it's you. And I say, Annette, I just want you to know how amazing of a wife you are, how much I admire you as a mom, and I'm so happy you're in my life. Uh, you're stay seated. Okay. Now I go to the next person. Oh, you have to walk around to each person. Aunt Karen. Oh, man. I want you to know. This is l- I mean, yeah, I, I mean, get it. you want to light up people's lives. Well, cuz I think no a lot of times you don't hear what people Not a lot of times. Nobody does yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's you never fighting. Hear... They're like, "I can't believe you're going to vote for Joe Biden." <laughs> oh, you Trump lover. I'm out of here. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> like, there's there's your teaser it for Thanksgiving sound, everyone. Sound like our family. Oh my word, who cares? <sighs> I, I encourage all of you, please do not bring up <laughs> politics on Thanksgiving. Who cares? Anyways, I, I, <laughs> I like your idea. I understand now. You're saying 
you have to say something about everyone at everyone. the table. And what everyone, if you don't, what and if everyone you don't will know say them? something to you. What, if you, what if you don't know them? Who's coming to your Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> woman? <laughs> Dear, excuse me, sir, what's your name? Well, I'm just thinking I don't Uncle know you. Randy. Not everybody knows him. Say something nice. You don't do it at the beginning of the meal. You do this after a few hours. Oh. Uh, you're making a good point. If somebody's there... Yeah, if somebody's okay, there that no one knows. I get your idea. You're, for you the most part, you say it on people you know. You could skip someone. They're not going to be that. Someone. Somebody's going to know them there. They'll That's have somebody right. appreciate and them. And they'll spend extra time with yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> they'll have someone to appreciate them. Your family's going to have more joy. And we're going to do this. All right, well, I'm going to let you initiate that. It's transformative. That. Please, let's do it after we've eaten so we're not waiting for like... Yeah, I know. No, our family would get like hangry. Hey, man, I know you love me. Where's the food? <laughs> <laughs> I need nutrition. Appreciate the love. Hook me up with that pecan pie and that made. <laughs> oh. All yeah. right. We've okay. talked enough. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I, <laughs> I am excited. I think it'll be great. I hope you don't have possums in your chicken coop, and I hope you find reasons to be grateful this Thanksgiving and always. So always. thank you. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye.